This is the Blockade Podcast with your hosts, Chris and Jared. You are listening to the Blockade Pinball Podcast. I am your host, Chris Freebus, aka Shut Your Trap. Joining me as always, halfway across the world, Jared Morgan. Guten Tag. Oh, German today, huh? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> you, you say so. You, you know how you're always uh, uh, throwing out, you know, if I throw out a temperature, then you try and do the conversion into Celsius and, and all that mm. jazz? Yes. Well, well, the states right now, if you looked at a map of what the weather looks like, all 50 states are just red because it's <laughs> um, <laughs> So what is it, like 100 so, degrees over so there? Yesterday, yesterday in my city in Southern California, it was 113 degrees, which is 45 mm. Celsius. Mm. <laughs> See, I, I almost made you spit your coffee out once I threw it into the Celsius, and you could actually, you know, didn't have to do the conversion. Today, it's a it's a balmy ninety nine, which is thirty seven degrees Celsius. Wow, that is that's very hot. Very that's hot. some tropical temperatures well, that we would get over here. Well, the beautiful thing about Southern California is, yeah, man, but it's a dry heat. We don't. We don't have the humidity here. Um, but oh my god, if you were anywhere else, uh, it would be miserable because the moisture yeah. in the air. Basically, uh, us in summer. Yeah, um, is is how that would be. So yeah, um, yeah, I'm rather unpleasant. But your dry heat, it's okay. You just feel like you're in a blast furnace. Well, what's that's it, fine. What's interesting is because there's a slight breeze, it's not terrible. As, mm. as I described it, there's there's two different types of heat in here, you know, where sometimes it's, you know, yeah, it's hot, but it's not terrible. And then there's when the air is just still, and so you mm. feel like you're in an oven. And yeah, yeah that, that's that's miserable. And not a fan-forced oven. So if you've got the breeze, it's like a fan-forced oven. Exactly. But, yeah. You know, it's, not, it's just like a big, a big, a big fire pit, basically. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's, uh, basically, it's been, uh, hey, why don't we just not leave the house? <laughs> yeah, let's just stay right here. Otherwise, when we go outside, we will literally burn to a crisp. Yeah, um, it's we'll, also good. We'll dehydrate. Of course, when you do leave the house, well, hey, it's good slurpy weather. So, um, oh, you know, yeah, absolutely. It would be good. And, you know, friendly neighborhood reminder here, folks, uh, for those of us in the United States where we use our date where it's backwards month and then day and then year, uh, 7-Eleven is right around the corner. That's when you eat your free slurpees. So. Oh yeah, true. Is it though? In November. For you, it's in November. For us, it's here in July. Oh yeah, that's right. Our date reads 7, 11, 7, 28. 11, which means the 11th of July. Yeah, that's true. As opposed to yours where it's 11, it's 7. So, because yeah, it's you... summer, which would make sense. No one wants yeah. to sleep in winter. No. <laughs> well, I Although the thing is, that really, <laughs> in here in Brisbane, there is no such thing as winter. We, we had, last week, we had about a couple of days of quite chilly weather that meant that we had to put on like what I'm wearing now, which is basically a jacket. Yeah. And in the mornings, really, in the lunchtime, you could actually just walk around the city and um, and not have a, a jacket on. But yeah, it was, that's about it. And then maybe in August when the westerly winds come in from the outback and they bring in all the cold air in from the outback, that's when it can get a little bit chilly as well. It's around um, the... Royal National Show, which is like our agricultural show. Yes, we have an agricultural show here <laughs> in Brisbane. Um, and it's big. It's a big deal. It's got like, you know, the whole sideshow and rides and, you know, animals. And I think there is even some farm equipment and stuff there. I don't know why they bring that in, but they do. So the city folk can see what the farm equipment looks like. Um, 
Yeah, it gets chilly. See, I always joke that uh, here in Southern California, we don't have traditional seasons. We have mm. the wildfire season. Yeah. And then we have uh, maybe a week of winter. Yeah. And then it's followed by mudslide season. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have summer, which lasts yeah. probably, you know, six months. And then there's uh, Oscar season. Yeah, <laughs> Oscar season, and then it repeats. So you know, um. Oscar season. I like that. <laughs> hey, uh, I before we kick off, because yeah. we got a, some interesting things to discuss the show. Yes, we do. I uh, I did the pinball tournament uh, at Brisbane Pinball Club last week, and I had a pretty good night actually of it. I I got fourth. I had a tie a tiebreaker for third, and. Unfortunately, lost because it was creature from the. Black I was going to say, yeah, what table was that on? Oh, yeah, it was creature, <laughs> my nemesis. But man, I was doing real good um, on all of the tables that moving up there. But there was someone there that I have heard of um, on podcasts of the past that I used to listen to, and I actually got to meet her as Jessica Lee Donato, and Jessica is the person who runs Bells and Chimes over in the US. Oh, okay. Um, so she's the uh, the group that uh, looks at. I'm helping women get into the, the the fun of pinball and break down barriers, you know, um, of what, um, you know, a lot of the time is pretty male-dominated activity. So yeah. um, she's actually uh, had a bit of a rough trot recently. She uh, got made redundant from her job. And one of our, one of Australia's nicest pinball people, um, Dr. John Cosson, um, who has a colossal collection in his house, about 90 tables, um, he uh, said, why don't you just come down to Australia on a, um, a temporary a holiday visa and stay with me um, in Australia. So she's down here for three months enjoying the sun. Wow. And keeping it well, because not really enjoying the sun. Well, she is on the Gold Coast. So yeah, technically would yeah. be enjoying the sun um, and having a great time. So it was great to meet her in person. Cool. Yeah, the other day. She's really cool. Uh, folks, in case uh, you're wondering uh, what activity has been going on recently, now that we don't have the license issues you talk about. Um, if you have, uh, if you've tried to go over to pinballarcadefans.com, the fan forum that we f frequent and, and, uh, live on quite a lot. And that, uh, Jared and I are moderators on along with a few others. Yeah. You will have noticed that there has been a name change. Mm. It is now digitalpinballfans.com. Yes, it is. Now I need to make that clear because if you are using Tapatalk for doing this, you might uh, be having some issues <laughs> trying connecting. to connecting to it. Mm. And I believe there's are trying to be taken care of internally, but somebody also, or maybe it was you, Jared. I'm not sure had a had a workaround. Uh, for Tapatalk, yeah. What you do is you just go and search for digital pinball fans. Um, and it'll come up. It doesn't have a logo or anything at the moment, which is a topic for an, another thing. I think. I guess yeah, we're gonna get into that too. <laughs> mm. So it's it's logoless, but it just has this word sort of logo at the moment, which is fine. Um, so all you do is you sign up um, using your same credentials. You log in um, using your same credentials because um, all the the only thing that's changed is the domain name. So everything else is the same. The structure is the same. Yep. It's just literally a domain name change. So go into Tapper Talk, do a search, find the new forum, and uh, join it. Now, what's been happening for me, though, which is quite strange, is that when I've been um, looking at posts that have been coming in, 
they've still been coming in under the old pinball arcade fans tapatalk profile um and not the new digital pinball fans profile so i don't know what's going on there it must be like the plugin is actually doing both because it's on the same domain or the same ip range or something like that so either one seems to be working at the moment like i can go to pinball arcade fans tap a talk and digital pinball fans tap a talk and both work for now but it might be worthwhile just setting up the the other profile just to make sure that you don't get cut off because i know all my email notifications have been coming in as digital pinball fans now so yeah yeah I think the because it's a plugin that you actually install on the site, I think it, it goes past the domain name. So I don't know, Gord, I think, I think the only reason why he actually has Tapatalk on there is for me and a few other <laughs> Android people who actually use it. I don't think it's actually used that much at all. It is a good way of browsing forums in general, but um, it's, uh, it's a very quick way to do it on the run. Um, but yeah, otherwise, it's, uh, it's, it seems to be working all right. So... And for those wondering why the name change, uh, basically there's been, well, it's kind of a combination of things with the reduced activity uh, in Pimble Arcade regarding tables being released. I mean, you know, it's been a, been since Bonsai Run since the last table was released, and we don't even know when the next table is being released. Um, but it'd be a combination of reduced content coming from them, and then just playing the rise of so many other digital pinball. Uh, games available to play in the various discussions there's going to be basically a slight reorganization and zen is going to get a little bit more uh space to spread out uh probably similarly to how uh, currently if you look you know the tables are there's forum sections divided up by say belly williams and stern and uh gottlieb Mm. um the same things probably it's been been being discussed that with Zen that that might also happen in terms of uh, you know like Marvel, Marvel tables, Star Wars tables, yeah, yeah. Um, basically how they're divided up right now into in FX three. So that'll kind of ex- expand, uh, make it a little easier to find conversations that you're uh, looking to have, um, and but also just giving a little more equal time to other digital pinball things because it's amazing how much non-pinball arcade talk happens on pinball arcade fans yeah it's there's like sub forums with a lot more activity than the actual yeah. table forums yeah and so, so i think it, it makes a lot of sense to actually rephrase or reframe what the forum actually is for exactly hmm so it's just kind of expanding the palette if you will hmm. um now as for the logo yeah the current logo is basically the pinball arcade logo with the word fans written to the side of it um <laughs> So Gord is looking for uh, new logos uh, for the site. And Mm. there actually is a thread regarding this. Currently, there is only one person volunteering their services. And it would be great if we had other options also to choose from. Um, So if you are somebody that fancies yourself uh, capable of making a logo, um, here's the challenge. Now... I've done two of our logos for this website and this last go around with the logo, it was just me and Jared discussing and I did something like 80 different variations mm-hmm. and we were going back and forth on it for probably two to three weeks. Yep. And that was just us. Yeah. <laughs> so you put it into a public forum and all of a sudden you get every Yahoo with an opinion throwing one out at you. So yeah. you are going to need a little bit of thick skin. That's for sure. Um, yeah. 
And but any designer who knows what they're doing and who has a passion for pinball will have this thick skin on yes. them already. Now, the other thing, and this is something that I've noticed just with what's being produced, and I've noticed this on many different pinball sites. They all kind of go for the same look, which is throw in a pop bumper, throw in some flippers. Hell, even our logo has you know a flipper yep. and a ball on it. Um, but it's amazing how old-timey it winds up looking. There's nothing fresh and uh, exciting about it. Now, flip the script even more, we need digital pinball. How do you yeah. translate that? Um, and, you know, when you start looking at just logos in general, it's amazing how many logos are simple font with an Im not, not an image, but in, uh, a graphic of some sort that conveys that that thought of, of what, the, what the thing is. And so, yeah, if you look at digital, there's a lot of, you know, breaking up of pixels or uh, circuitry, um, anything of that nature. So it's... Uh, it's something that I would like to see within a logo, uh, something that really sells the digital aspect. Um, you know, it's, it's logos are graphic design. They're different than illustration design. Mm. And to the uninitiated, they tend to lump both of those in together and they're completely separate uh, things. And within graphic design fonts are a completely separate entity from that. Uh, so obviously I don't expect any uh, professional graphic designers to, to kick in, but Hey, if you are one, you want to throw your hat into the ring, uh, please do so. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, unfortunately graphic designers also like to be paid. Yeah, they do. Especially if it's going to live on the site for a while. Exactly. <laughs> um, and I would expect that I would expect that if personally, if someone was going to create a logo for the site, that there should be some form of payback for them um, because otherwise it's just like the amount of work they're going to put into this, as you've said, with like the hundreds of people weighing in, um, it, it's going to be a, a mission to do. I certainly wouldn't take it up if I was a professional uh, logo, uh, a graphic designer, because it's just, it's thankless work. Um, well, and I wouldn't throw it out to the peanut gallery just yet. I would uh, be sending <clears throat> messages to Gord. <laughs> Absolutely. Gord, Gord Lacey is the uh, site owner, in case you guys are uh, wondering who the heck we're talking about. And mm. uh, <laughs> yeah, I would just be firing personal messages off to him and be like, what do you think of this until you finally get kind of like in the ball? You're the owner. You're the owner of the site. I'm working exactly. with you. Everyone yeah. else. They're, they're, unfortunately, um, ideas and thoughts are cheap. Everyone has them. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, and it's, and it's one of those things where, man, you see these things every day. They look like they're the easiest things in the world. I mean, oh, come on, not. it's it's a it's a silhouette of an apple with a bite taken out of it. How how long did that take to draw up? Couldn't have taken long at all. I can whip that up in my slip. Sure, you can. Uh, <laughs> I found out the other day. There's for Australian customers that listen to the um, the podcast and who are banking the certain bank. We've got a couple of people who used to. Um, uh, work for a particular bank in their past. And this particular logo that they were talking about for the bank has stuff in it that no mere mortal would even know was in oh, there. Oh, yeah. For example, like there's a there's a halo around the one of the objects in the, um, the, the sun motive. And it just looks like a normal halo, but it's actually made up of 8,000 dots. 
and <laughs> each dot represents one of the branches or one of the customers or something like that. Or no, it's like more than that. It's like a, a large quantity of dots. Yeah. And you wouldn't even know. Like you cannot see it in print. You cannot see it on TV. But if you are part of the the company that um, has this logo, it's part of your brand DNA. So mm-hmm. a logo says a lot, not just about what you can see, but what it actually embodies as well. So yeah, they're they're non-trivial. There is a documentary series on Netflix called Abstract: The Art of Design, and they have two particular episodes that uh, really kind of key into this. One of them is on it's the very first episode is about an illustrator and what he goes through uh, with illustration, and then the other one is about a graphic designer, and that one hems closer to what it is like to make a logo. Um, but what is interesting about both of them, and actually, if you watch the entire series, most of the people say the exact same thing. It is all about editing to simplicity. Mm. It is throwing out absolutely every unnecessary detail right up until the point before you completely destroy what your image is. Yeah. So just leaving the bare minimum that conveys exactly what you want to convey. Mm. This is more. Oh, and it is... The illustrator guy really talks about it and shows it well um, uh, that, that he had an entire class and he kind of shows his notebooks of here's what my first illustration what, and, you know, looked like. And then my teacher just, you know, slammed me and here's what the final result. And you just like, oh, my God, it's amazing how much better, you know, the first one you're like, oh, that's really good. And then you see the, ama- the finished product and you're like, not even wow. competition. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's quite fascinating. Um Again, they make it look so easy, and it is so difficult. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And yeah. that's not even that's not even the difficulty of manipulating the programs. It's just the design aspect that's difficult. I heard something the other day on a um, a podcast that you know I think it was actually a pinball podcast where um, one of the uh, designers at uh, Stern was saying, "Look, you know, kids, if you think you can do great um, design and art." with a computer program, you're wrong. You're actually better off just starting with pen and paper and learning how to actually do art before right. you try and throw in a program because the program's not going to make you better. You still need the fundamentals. Mm-hmm. It's not going to magically unlock this amazing skill that you have. You still got to have the skill to start with. So, yeah, I found that interesting. Not, un- not unusual, just the fact that, you know, people don't get that. No. Hmm. So let's move into something else that's uh, rather interesting that just popped up onto my radar. Hmm. Apparently, Steam uh, accidentally leaked some information. And what this is, is it's uh, user information in in terms of of who's downloaded what game uh, or how many times a game has been downloaded. And somebody else then went ahead and extrapolated more information and put it together into real, actual, usable numbers to look at. Mm. Um, What this is based on is unique downloads with games that have achievements that were designed by uh, the developer. So there is something of the nature of 23,000 games available on Steam, and this only accounts for 13,000 of those games that are available. Wow. Yeah. So 
this gives us kind of an idea of, and all I did was I did a, I, you can, Jared will post the, uh, the information of where this thread was and uh, where you yourself can download this information. Yeah. Um, he'll post it in the show notes, but I imported it into a, a spreadsheet so I could quickly look and I then was able to search through that spreadsheet because I wasn't going to look at all 13,000 names. Um, no. I just typed the words pinball. And anytime a pinball uh, was in the title of the game, it popped up. And so I discovered then a whole bunch of new pinball games. But to see how many people are using them, using uh, in this unique downloads, um, it doesn't say if the game has been played or if it was just somebody downloaded it and that was it. It doesn't give usage of the game. Um, you know, any of that nature. It's just purely raw downloads. Raw, raw downloads. Yeah. Um, so, for instance, if you're curious to know what the number one downloaded game on Steam is right now, it's Team Fortress Two with over 50 million downloads. Wow. Yeah, that's a lot. Bad. But that's not surprising. Team it's Fortress is, is is very popular. Um, it's followed by Counter Strike. Uh, Something called Player Unknown. I don't know that. Uh, Unturned, Left 4 Dead 2, Payday 2, uh, Warframe, Counter Strike again, another Counter Strike. So a lot of your first person and multi. The other thing yeah. to notice is that this is there's plenty of games that were out before achievements were available in Steam. Mm. So it doesn't when count any of those. When did achievements actually become a thing? Somebody. I believe it was said they were like 2008, 2010, somewhere around there. Okay. Yeah. Um, so in the, in the thread that this was posted on the, uh, on digital pinball fans, uh, one of the questions was, there's no way that portal two, which has 13 million downloads has more downloads than half life two, which only has 8 million downloads. Hmm. And I kind of went, well, it's perfectly possible because I've never played Half-Life in my life, but I've played both Portal games <laughs> and don't and have both of them. So it's more than possible. But uh, he's right in terms of when Half-Life came out originally, how many people downloaded it. Mm. And that was pre-achievements. Yeah, it's true. So, but the, the but who cares about those games? We want to no. know about pinball. Yeah, exactly. As, as our name suggests. Exactly. So this it, this was really kind of fascinating to to look at. Um, Pinball Arcade winds up has the is is the leader of the board here. It came in at number five hundred and forty five on the list, right? With five hundred fifty five thousand seven hundred sixteen unique downloads on Steam, right? And that would be pretty much dead accurate because the game was released after 2008. Right. Yeah. Right. Or 2008, sorry. Now, interestingly enough, Steam is not the number one platform for Pimble Arcade. PS4 currently is. Ah. So, and then I believe it's uh, probably iOS. Uh, wait. Yeah, I think it's iOS next. And then and I think Android. Android and then Steam. Steam. Um, so... So half a million downloads. Half a million downloads. Um, what's it sounds better than five hundred forty-five thousand, doesn't it? Half yeah, a million. It does. Half a million pretty good. Yeah. Um, yeah. What What is interesting is that in Steam right now, you cannot buy any down uh, DLC. So DLC is only available in game. 
All right. So they've completely taken all DLC off the shelf. It's completely off the shelf, and I did not see any ability to buy any of the Gottlieb packs or anything. Or the Stern packs. Steam content. It's all in-game. Exactly. Hmm. Um, so, moving on. The next pinball title is Pinball FX3, which is almost a year old now. Yes. That comes in at... Uh, 2,263rd. <laughs> wow. Okay. It, it only has 66,500 downloads. Wow. I really thought it was surprising, but it's that only been surprising. out for a year. Um, and I'll tell you right now, I was not able to find uh, FX2 anywhere on the list. Hmm. Okay. Uh, so I don't know if that's... Well, I believe it's been completely pulled from Steam. You can't download FX2 anymore. Um, uh, or can you? I don't know. I think you would probably have to if you still got licenses for it. Oh, if you still have licenses for it, that's fine. But yeah. I'm talking. I don't know if you can download the game itself. I should look that up at some point. But anyway, um, I know that the FX2 VR you can obviously yes. get. Yes, and that's on the list here. We'll get yeah. to that. Um, what is interesting though, uh, if you want to buy all the DLC for FX3, it's going to run you 220 bucks currently. At the moment, because it's not on discount, unless you're smart <laughs> like me and doubled down and got everything <laughs> on discount, which is what I did, yep. except for the Balls of Glory pack, because I really quite dislike that pack. However, <laughs> it can stay unbought. Which, which is funny because we've now done three of the four tables in my weekly tournament. We just mm. finished uh, American Dad. Um, yeah, yeah. It's uh, okay, so right behind Pinball FX3 at uh, 2,660th on the list is Zacharia Pinball with hmm. uh, almost 49,000 downloads. Well, good on you, Zacharia. That's not bad. Not bad at all. And if you wanted to buy the Platinum Pack currently, which is half off at the very moment, um, it would run you $78. Hmm. Um, to get all those tables. Now, the reason why I'm mentioning these table prices is because these are the expensive ones. <laughs> yeah. What follows on the list winds up varying in price greatly and goes significantly cheaper. Yeah. Um, so our, the the next table that was uh, or next in line for pinball in terms of downloads, coming in with... Uh, 18,400 downloads steampunk pinball 2d uh, which i kind of went what's that i <laughs> it's a buck 99 app i took a look at it and it is very super nintendo in looks yeah. um it's it's when they say 2d they mean 2d and they're embracing that wholeheartedly yeah. <laughs> it's a top-down view yeah, yeah. Um, definitely not my kind of game, but it's still surprising that it has that many downloads. Well, it's because it's a dollar ninety nine. Because it's a dollar ninety nine, probably, probably. And people will buy on price, even if it's a crap game. Like I, I think I downloaded this game called Jets and Guns Two, which is a shoot 'em up, and mm -hmm. I had all sorts of problems getting the thing to run, even on the computer. Yeah. Um, because it's just so old, it doesn't do resolutions properly. And it like mm -hmm. you go full screen, it actually goes outside the screen canvas and stuff like that. It's just horrible to actually get get set up. And I've just kind of given up on it. But it was a dollar ninety nine on sale. And I went, okay. 
God, shoot them ups. This how bad could it be? Turns out pretty bad. Pretty bad. <laughs> but you know, it's two bucks. I could deal with that. So sticking uh sticking to landing in the top five would be the Stern Pinball Arcade. Oh. With significantly less downloads though. Uh nine thousand eight hundred and seventy seven. Well, even less than a two D pinball game. Right? By <laughs> oh, half. By half. Oh. Um and but as you were mentioning, price. If you want all eleven tables that are in the Stern app, seventy bucks. That's what it's going to run you. That's Damn. A, yeah, that's a chunk of change right there. Sure is. Um, right. I can imagine that one's going to be even less and less and less. Yeah. If uh, what I've seen in the Android beta, which we'll go into later, is any indication. Yep. Yes. Uh, coming in behind that would be Pinball FX2 VR. Uh, with seven thousand one hundred twenty-seven, which I gotta say, that's pretty impressive for for VR. VR. Yeah, yeah, that's actually not bad at all. Um, entry price on that is going to be fourteen, uh, fifteen bucks, and then there's three more DLC packs after that, which will, mm. when all said and done, I think it wound up being like in the, I think around the sixty bucks, right, for everything else like that. But hey, if you're into VR, you're going to want content. So you're probably... That's right. And this this is like something really nice on, yeah. v, on VR if you've got an Oculus Rift. Now, coming in next is something I don't know how I feel about. Um, it's called Hyperspace Pinball. It's got uh, 6,700 downloads. Mm. It cost you $2.99. And it is... It's a top-down pinball with very minimal layout but it's vector graphics. And when oh, I say yeah. vector graphics, it means it's kind of like if you imagine asteroids with the uh, uh, the meteorites floating around, yeah. that's what's happening. You're, everything that you're shooting at is floating and bouncing within the table. Right. Um, it says it has 20 levels, but every single level, the flippers are in the exact same spot. There's uh, two at the bottom and two kind of three quarters of the way up the table. And all that happens is, oh, look, there's now two pop bumpers. Oh, now there's three pub bumpers. Oh, hey, look, there's a lane up there at the top. So it's kind of... It looks like it's building the table in front of your eyes each level. Yeah, but it's so minimal that I just... I don't know if I can get on board with it. And it's very uh, video game-esque in that you're basically shooting these things that are floating. And uh, it's not not traditional pinball in the least. Of course, they're not advertising as traditional pinball, but... Yeah. Uh, after that, we have something called Malsby's Pinball Collection. Malsby's Pinball Collection. Malsby's Pinball Collection. Uh, I've not uh, even heard of that in my right? search of pinball. It's got 6,500 downloads. It'll uh, run you eight bucks for the four tables that it has. They are 3D, like you would see in Pinball Arcade or Zen, but they are very flat looking. Um, there's not very, not much texture going on, if you will. And the table angle, the angles that you're able to look at, it just looks compressed. And I don't know, it, it, it's very, very odd looking to me, very sparse. Um, it looks like somebody trying to do what Pimmel Arcade and Zen and Zacharia do and not quite coming close. <laughs> oh, I could see that. I'm having a look at the screenshots now. They're sort of, wow, everything looks very flat. Right. That's what I'm saying. It's 3D, but very flat. 
it's it, well, except for some tables. Like some tables have actually got decent perspective in them, but wow, like the lighting it, isn't well. There's no shadow detail. There's it just is there. I'll tell you, I've seen worse on Android. So True. Um, this this is okay. Um, now this this next one might be right up your your alley here, Jared. Mm-hmm. It's called <laughs> ASC Two Game Series Pinball. And it's basically pinball done with ASC2 graphics. Right. So it looks like, you know, like a dot matrix printing. Um, oh, wow, really? Black and white. <laughs> uh, I don't think the physics are probably very good at all. <laughs> um, it's it, it's the kind of thing that, you know, if you remember playing Snake on your old Nokia phone, it, it would have been like that. <laughs> um, wow. I'm just looking it up on the mobile now. Oh, wow. Yeah, Wow. <laughs> okay, I love how it has a rolling demo, and the yeah. rolling demo is all in ASCII. Even the logo is in like ASCII right. dots. That so, looks terrible. So it's that'll run you a whole whopping ninety nine cents. That's um, that's and that's, that's probably asking too much. Right. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, following <sighs> that we have uh, Liquid Pinball with uh, a little over four thousand downloads, and this essentially is if you took a square board. And you had a couple of obstacles on it, and then you put some mercury, uh, liquid mercury, on the table, and you were trying to manipulate it into a drain. So, right, I don't. It it's pinball in the loosest sense of the word. (laughs) Oh wow, yeah. Oh, I see. But it's still kind of pinball. I don't know. It's it's not even. No, it's not pinball. You say not. You say okay. That's absolutely not pinball. That's just someone trying to cash in on the pinball craze at the moment. All right, so there's your that's your top ten, folks. Wow, that's your. What about things like? I mean, we're we're getting there. Oh, (laughs) right after that, we get Yoku's Island, which I'm including as pinball. Yeah, Uh, that's definitely pinball. Like that is well and truly pinball. uh, Yoku's Island has uh, looks like. 3,909 downloads. Which isn't okay. bad considering it's only been out two months, I believe. It's pretty new, yeah. yeah it's pretty new. Um, it'll still run you 20 bucks. Yeah, it will. But it's a pretty good game. I enjoyed it. And uh, so that's that's coming in at number 11. After that, we have something that just makes my eyes hurt, which is called Zombie Pinball. <laughs> and the reason why it makes my eyes hurt is it, it's, again, top-down pinball, but it's it's like they went, oh, who wants this long, narrow cabinet? Screw that. That's not the shape of pinball. Let's make it wide like your monitor so that we can fill up the entire thing. And let's make all sorts of lanes that you have to shoot into rather than you know having an open area. And let's have zombies then overlay over the top of your, like they're invading your screen itself and lots of bright flashers and all sorts of things that'll make your eyes just want to puke. No, thank you. No, thank you. After that, <laughs> something we've talked about on the show before, Snowball. Yeah. That has uh, 2,600 downloads. Runs, yeah, $2.99. I'm not a fan. I don't like the look of it at all, but Jared said it's, he had It'd be better game. than that zombie game, mate. I can tell you that much. <laughs> it'd be better than that horrible whatever the thing was, like ASCII pinball. Right. I can tell you that. So, yeah, get shrecked. Next up, we got uh, Momonga Pinball Adventure. 
Oh, that's a lot of fun. It looks a lot like Yoku's Island Express, um, except for it's more uh, uh, 3D yes, in this presentation. It's not, Yoku... it's not side scroller. No. Side scroller. No. But Mongo is something I've had on, on mobile for a long time. Um, and it is a short game for someone who's okay at pinball, but it's a really fun, it's got a lot of different elements in it. Um, like you, you do have a pinball aesthetic with the Momonga, which is like a little sort of a, a pandery thing. Um, and it rolls up into a ball. The, the, the thing that frustrates me a little bit with the, on that game is that the, the ball, when Momonga is actually the ball shape, it takes a while to get rolling. So if you've got the ball trapped and you're trying to line up a shot, you drop oh. the flipper and the ball really starts rolling slowly and then starts picking up speed. So it doesn't really have an accurate sort of weight physics to it. Okay. Um, and it, you've really got to do everything on, on, a, on a rolling shot, um, which is how I think the game is designed to be played. But as a, as a pinball head, you, you tend to want to trap. Um, so apart from that, though, it's how much does that run you? Six bucks. Oh, it'd be worth it for six. Like and for it uh, came in with uh, just over 1,700 downloads. Hmm. It's fun. I would get it if you if you haven't actually tried it on mobile. Now, I am shocked at how low this one is coming in next. Mm. Pinball Wicked. Oh. Pinball Wicked that? only has 1,137 downloads, folks. Jeez. Oh, now, I got to wonder if it was because of the price. You know, Currently, you can yeah. get it for $10. Bucks. Um, that yep. might have scared a lot of people. And I did. But and I did. <laughs> my God, it is a gorgeous looking table. It mm. runs on the Unreal Engine. And uh, the lighting is phenomenal. The physics are pretty dang good. It's a really good layout for a pinball table. Um, this deserves to be much, much, much higher. higher. Yeah, I agree. So much better than almost everything we've mentioned when we started, you know, dogging on tables. Um, it even actually, it even gives like some of the stuff that Farsight's put out a run for its money. Yeah. Even though so, it's a single table, it's amazing looking. Yeah. So I, anyway, yeah. that, that really shocked me that it was that low. Um, and that's why I'm finding interesting about this list because it's just like, wow, people's taste is it. You really get to see a lot of it has to do with the money. It yeah, it is all about the money. money. Yeah. All about the money. And that's the really sad thing. Like a lot of these games where the developers have got to pay the bills and they've got to actually charge. And this is the thing that like shocked me a little bit when I when I joined Steam. It's like you pay a lot more in Steam for games than you do on mobile. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think people, for whatever reason, they expect mobile pricing for PC games now. Yeah. And yeah. I had to I had to rethink my my perception of price value when I joined up in C because I mean, I know that, you know, games like the, like Yoku's Island and like, um, pinball wicked, uh, they have a lot more going on in them than a mobile game can do. And for that reason, a lot more work has to go into them. So yeah. you, you've got to pay more, but you know, people, the thing is that people will be probably quite happy to pay the $2 to get, you know, crappy 2D graphics and and limited rules and whatever because it's two bucks and they don't really care. Like, they don't want a deep experience. They yeah. don't want shiny graphics. They just want a cheap thing to play when they're, I don't know, at home, bored. I guess. Entertain mm. them briefly. Um, yeah. 
Now, following Pinball Wicked, everything else now is uh, has less than 1,000 downloads. Okay. So coming in Do with 951 downloads, Babylon 2055 Pinball. Yeah, I played that. It's rubbish. Yeah, it looks like rubbish. <laughs> it's a top-down, looks um, like mobile. Uh, it, it is mobile. That's no, where it actually mobile. started. Yeah. Okay. It's gross. Uh, it'll run you four bucks, and it's not four bucks. It's not even worth that. No. <laughs> Sorry. Um, again, following in the next two are also top down. The next two are done by the same developer, actually. Yeah, uh, Babylon twenty fifty five was, so, and then there was another one. Then there's Quantic Pinball. Yeah, gross. Eight hundred thirty one uh, down. Uh, yeah, eight hundred thirty one downloads, and then uh, yeah, yeah, those two were the same. And then there's a uh, Pinball Deluxe Reloaded. Mm, that's top down, but it's actually not bad. As yeah, it's got down. more. It's it's got a more dimensional look to it. Um, mm. It's, not it's top down. Looking. It's top down, but it's actually sort of like with modeled elements in it, not exactly. flat elements. Yeah, exactly. I played uh, that one on mobile, but it um, requires you to unlock some of the other tables. But for a top down pinball machine, it's actually it's actually probably the best top down pinball machine out there. Runs you uh, eight bucks for the whole pack. Mm. And That's that about had, the same as on mobile. That had 725 downloads. Now, in next is a game called Pinball Parlor. Mm -hmm. If you look this one up, Jared, mm -hmm. it looks amazing. It's an EM. It is photorealistic. It's a completely... Uh, it's not modeled after anything. But apparently they got advice from John Papadayek and Steve Kordek with oh, yeah. design. They actually built a prototype and put it into Japanese into a Japanese arcade. <laughs> what? Really? Yeah. And it's made by a Japanese developer, <laughs> which you'll you'll hear when you listen to uh, when you. I guess at some point you're spelling the letters parlor based on what yeah. you're hit. and it's a definitive Japanese well, accent. Well, yeah, Let's and you can play the Whitewood version. You can play the Whitewood, or you can play the fully graphic out version. It looks really good. It does, yeah. Is, is it's thirteen dollars? What? <laughs> yeah, thirteen bucks for one table. For one table, and it's not going to be anywhere as deep as Pinball Wicked. I guarantee you that. Oh yeah, I see John Papa Duke in the trailer. Yeah, wow. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Didn't this one? This one, I don't even think came up on my... Oh, wow. Yeah, they did bake a whole table. <laughs> I mean, it crazy. looks really good, right? I mean, it That's has... A, bucks, mate. It has <laughs> a solid look. If you look at how the ball bounces and everything, it looks... In, it's, it it looks plays like, like an EM. EM. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Apparently, it looks really realistic. Now, it's only got 325 downloads. And again, price, baby. That's oh man, <laughs> you ain't you ain't making back your uh, development costs with that price and that few downloads. Uh, no way. I I might actually just add that one to the wish list for the next time it goes on sale because it looks it looks like it could be a bit of fun. Yeah, but yeah. I don't I don't want to do it for, for that much <laughs> for for thirteen. Bucks. And the problem is that it came out I believe two years ago. Yeah, so it's not even like if we, you know, uh, I don't want to hit them up and be like, hey, you know, uh, how about uh, throwing us a bone here and we'll give you some publicity because I think they're they past. Probably don't want it. Right. it off now. <laughs> yeah. But it looks like they've actually put into the, um, the, what well, I think it they've actually put into the photos, the actual photos of the, um, the table itself. 
not necessarily in-game experience unless that is the in-game experience and that everything looks almost like a real table like the textures on this thing if it is actually what i what i'm thinking like they've even got the rubbers with that sort of slight sort of um craze texture on them and everything mm -hmm. it wow if that's the case and it's it's very photorealistic but yeah for 13 bucks no i think sure. this probably is very much like uh pro pinball ultra where it's you're only gonna get one camera angle it's probably pre-rendered it doesn't look like it. You can get a top-down angle, and you, you can, can get, get a complete top-down angle. Hmm. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, for thirteen bucks, I'm not going to find out either. <laughs> no. Uh, for for half price, yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, maybe if I'm bored. Um, now I mentioned Pro Pinball. Pro Pinball's not on this list at all. Wow. Really? They don't have achievements. Oh yeah, that's true. So they don't make the list. So and I, I wonder if that's why I haven't seen Rolls of the Realm on there as well. Is Rolls of the Realm in there? I will look that up real quickly in a second. Uh, we're on down to our last table. I want Ooh. you to look at it, Jared, because uh, it is the absolute utter piece of crap of the entire thing, and it deserves to have fewer than the 138 downloads that it has because they're asking $2 for this pile of tripe. What is it's it? called Pinball 2018. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I saw that when I was doing my um, uh, search on uh, uh, on Steam for pinball because it does have pinball in the name. Yes. Um, and let, let me just load this atrocity. Oh, Jesus, yeah, this thing. I don't even know what this is. Like, it's like this. Oh, <laughs> it is. Indescribable it's two play fields side by side, folks. Um, when I say two play fields, it's basically two open spaces with little tiny blips for things to hit and a pinball that bounces like, like a Super Bowl. Yeah, like a Super Bowl in no gravity. Uh, oh, there are no outlines. Terrible. It's only center drain if you were to do that. Um, yeah, it's everything about it is terrible. This is, playing, yeah? this is what happens when people that don't play pinball try and design pinball. And they also have no knowledge of pinball. Basically, they looked at the zombies table and went, hey, what if we put two of them side by side? <laughs> yeah, wow. And then forgot to fill in everything. <laughs> oh, geez. That is just terrible. Okay, you were talking <clears> about <throat> uh, Rollers of the Realm? Yeah, Rollers of the Realm. No, is, is that a game? pinball game? Well, yeah, it is. Um, it doesn't have pinball in the name, but it is actually, um, if you look it up on Steam, it is basically uh, this is the one that that um, friend of the show Jeff Strong put me onto well ages ago when I was still on mobile. Well, this would be about two years ago now, I think. Um, and he said he was having a really fun time with it. And I remembered um, when the sales were on. I thought, oh, rolls the realm. And I was doing my search for pinball and Steam. I went, oh, that sounds familiar. So I loaded it up, and I think it worked out to it, it hit me about I think three dollars on sale i thought oh i can i can take a risk for three bucks and um it's it's fun it's a little bit like mawonga pinball um adventures and the fact that it's like a 3d perspective of the tables but you've got these characters that are actually balls and um it's it's an rpg um but with pinball oh yeah i'm seeing it right now how about that it's really good actually i'm having a lot of fun with it and it's well, not as easy as it, as it looks either Here's what's um, interesting. It places directly behind Zacharia Pinball. Um, I mean, directly behind it, uh, whereas Zacharia has 
48,795 downloads. This has 48,769 downloads. So nipping at the heels right there. (laughs) Um, So it's there, but it doesn't have pinball in the name. So it probably didn't come up for you. Right, so it didn't come up. Yeah, it's it's a fun game. Like I'm really enjoying it. And for the price, particularly when it was on Steam sale, um, yeah, it's it's worth the money. It's it's a lot of fun. Wow. It's it's very it's story driven. Like there's actually like vo- a voice narration in it, and I, all the characters have like there's a plot and everything like that. It's it's well constructed. Yeah, based off your description, it almost reminds me of of I used to play all these. Um, Oh geez, now I can't even. You know, the, the the match three crystals in a row kind of games. Yes. Um, and there was one that came out on the PSP, and it was RPG style though. So it wasn't just as fast as you could knock down uh, three, three in a row. You would you would knock three, and then your enemy would knock three, and based on how many of the particular color you collected, that would then wind up uh, hurting you know, being used for spells or damage. And so it was much more cerebral, much more slowed down that style of game. And I loved it, but it was so very interesting because it was taking your classic column style game and adding in RPG elements. So yeah, you're right. saying this is kind of like pinball, but with RPG elements in it, which is kind of... Yeah. Kind the of the thing that's really cool about it is that you've got, you've actually got, um, the balls have different attributes to them. So there's one ball that's like the, the rogue. And so if you're trying to build up your gold and mana from all the character, player characters on the table, you can basically, if you hit them from the behind, you basically lift their pockets. You pick their pockets and you get all the gold out of them. Um, and then there's another character who is like a, a knight and he's got really strong damage, but he doesn't, um, you can't really control him very well. So um, the thing with this game is that you can actually um, like you can move the ball around a little bit like tilt. Like the table doesn't tilt, but the ball is actually guidable to an extent. Okay. So you can like, and you need to be able to do that because there's some elements of the game that require you to like guide the ball through passages and stuff like that. And you wouldn't be able to do that if it was just pure table physics. Um, but it's once you get used to that, um, it really it's a really fun game. Like it really is. It's great. Well, that's it for the list folks. If, uh, if there are any other pinball games that you were thinking about and you want to look it up for yourself again, we'll uh, post the, the link for, uh, your ability to download this, uh, spreadsheet basically. Um, now be aware that steam quickly (laughs) closed the leak. So yeah, this info is pretty much good for this week and who knows, you know, beyond that, um, Download numbers are going to change, obviously, but uh, this is a snapshot in time. Yeah, but it was it was still very fascinating to to see, especially just to see that I, I honestly expected FX three to have more downloads than Pinball Arcade. I don't know why, or at least to be relatively close, and for them to be skunked by almost a hundred or not a hundred thousand, by almost five hundred thousand downloads um, is crazy. Very strange, yeah, very it's strange, really crazy. Um, I, I, I gotta wonder in the coming months with fewer table releases and no Williamson Valley releases, how that's going to affect, uh, the pinball arcade downloads. And if people yeah. are going to start switching over to Zen, I don't know. Well, you know, it's, it could be a factor because there's like in the past, that was a, a thing that, you know, 
people would have gone, oh, well, I, I see this table's been released. I'll download the, the actual game to get access to it. Yeah. But there's nothing really coming out. I mean, let, we know what the, the next couple of tables will be um, in the proposed season eight. And a lot of the tables, I mean, apart from Big, Butt, Big Buck Hunter and Woe Nelly, um, there, there's the tables that are already in Stern that will probably come over as well. And, you know, if people are rabid fans, they'll already have those in, in uh, the Stern app. So, uh. well, they've already come over. That's that's caused some <laughs> some distress among people. Uh, if you load up TPA right now, you'll see that ACDC, Mustang, and Star Trek are available now. Problem being is that they're only available in table packs, which if you had already had table packs that like you just purchased because you were trying to beat the the deadline. Yeah. Well, now you already own everything that's in those table packs except for those three particular tables and unfortunately you can't single purchase the tables right now. They don't have oh, really? implemented it. Yeah. So there's this is like, in Steam. This is in Steam. So there's some angry people uh well I, I think it's across the board. I don't know, well maybe not mobile but definitely uh on console. People on console are also complaining about this. Yeah, well, I could tell you that we're we're in the midst of beta testing um, an Android release, which does bring in the Stern tables in, and we've got the usual problems where um, the launch buttons aren't doing what they're supposed to do, and mm -hmm. all those sort of things that obviously are wired slightly differently in um, the Stern app. So yeah, it's but they're in there, and I think purchasing is actually working correctly. You can purchase the tables individually. Um, in Android, so obviously they were they've taken that into account from the feedback they got in the um, the console and the Steam arenas. Um, I always just advise this: patience, folks. Yeah, just <laughs> cool your heels. Ne never be never be a first uh, first on the front line with a Farsight product <laughs> um, because no. there's going to be a patch coming out, and if you you're going to throw a fit. And then you're gonna throw your money down in rage, and then they're gonna come out with the patch, and you're like, "You won't put chance input," and it's like, yeah, exactly. If you just could have waited two weeks, you would have, you know, all would have been well. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is that the the other side of it too is, yeah, as a consumer, that's not us, you know, and it's yeah. not not living and breathing digital pinball and doesn't know the ins and outs of it and doesn't know the seven or eight year history of Farsight. They should make it a lot more apparent to yes. consumers what's going on, and they should probably not blow the cherry early and release stuff that they shouldn't release it early yeah. as well. You know, my, take that as Ben's book and actually roll out something properly. My, my favorite bit of uh, complaining this week was from somebody complaining that they, <laughs> they, were, they were like, Farsight promised that I'd be able to buy the tables on Steam through June. And on June 31st, I wasn't able to buy the tables. Is that June 31st, mate? Yeah. That's what I and I went. Which, which on the system June thirty first? They because because anyway they pull them on June thirtieth. I'm like, yeah, yeah, mate, yeah, mate. <laughs> That's the day. Sport. Maybe 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 look at a calendar and uh, educate yourself there because June June thirty month. <laughs> <laughs> wow, well, there's know, always there's always someone there's, right always someone and and part of the reason why it cracked me up was this person wrote a very very lengthy post. Yeah. I mean, I saw it. very lengthy. It was, it was huge. <laughs> and, and, and that wasn't the only very lengthy post that they, you know, made either. Um, so it was just kind of cracked me up. 
Uh, I had a problem with the once Pimble Arcade updated for this new version of table packs and everything, and that suddenly my Avast antivirus software, it no like Pinball Arcade uh, DX11 version. It sent it straight into the virus vault. Ooh. And I went, well, why is it doing that? And it claimed that it was carrying this Alexa 51 uh, virus that is a oh. nasty piece of malware, or can be. However, apparently it's also a false positive uh, virus that affects a lot of online or multiplayer games. And I all I can think of is that because Farsight wants you to log in, that maybe that was triggering it. And it while it triggered mine, other people were saying it wasn't triggering theirs. I don't know. I so I contacted mm-hmm. Farsight. They were like, it's false positive. I downloaded a malware uh, malware bytes to make sure that my computer was clean. It was clean. I I tried deleting Pinball Arcade twice and re-downloading it. Still kept on doing the same thing. Um, eventually, I turned Avast off and and ran the program. And yeah, it ran and the malware bytes didn't find anything vicious. So I went ahead and made an exception within Avast for it. Um, but the problem was is it was stopping the execute file. Oh, wow. So... And but what was weird was it had no problem with DX9. Oh, so it was DX11. It was DX11 only that it was uh, triggering. Yeah. So, yeah, a little odd bit of stuff, but it's I'm solved now, so that's all good. Uh, it's Windows for you, man. <laughs> I, yeah, gee, I've been having a a whole lot of trouble. Yeah, it's one of those things that if you don't have Apple devices. And your kids have to use Apple devices for school, uh-huh. and, you, and you want to set them up as a family account. Yeah, um, and you did that when you actually had a Mac, mm-hmm. and it was working really well. And now you don't have a Mac, and you don't have an iPhone of your own. It turns out it is actually impossible, impossible to manage a, a Apple family account oh. without an Apple device, and that is absolute bullshit. Yeah. Um, luckily, um, for Zachary and XE, he's going to a Surface Pro um, because they apparently they only do iPads for the first three years here um, in schooling because they're quote unquote easy for preschoolers and young kids to use. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Zachary will be moving over to a, a Surface Book Pro, which is great because Microsoft have their own family account system too, um, which is quite neat. Yeah. My, my son's school went to uh, Chromebooks. I Chromebooks, yeah. So, which I, by the, uh, I was reading a thing about how Apple has kind of dropped the ball on the really school have. thing because instead they introduced the iPad with the pencil, of which is just one more thing for the kids to lose. Yep. And it's not cheap to replace. No. And uh, the iPad itself is nowhere near as durable as, mm-hmm. say, a Surface Pro or a Chromebook. And those are significantly less for schools to purchase than the oh, iPad yeah. is. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. Um, even with generous like discounts that Apple offers right. education. Um, and so here I am having to like basically spin up Sienna's iPad because she's coming into the i the um, the ePals program mm-hmm. at school, and I'm going. I'm going to have to do one or two things. I'm going to have to basically dual approve every single um, app that gets installed on her on her iPad. And I don't even think I can. I, I actually don't think I can set up a new Apple device 
without another Apple device. Oh. It is just, it is absolutely terrible. I just feel like going to an Apple store and saying, make this work for me. And just going, look, I bought this thing. I can't get this thing set up on a, on a family account. You're basically forcing me to go and buy an Apple product to administer my family account. Like there, like surely there is some sort of consumer law that that is in Australia that would say that is absolute rubbish. It, I, it feels like it is. I don't know, but uh, it's so very see, frustrating. So you see, even the big companies make boneheaded mistakes. <laughs> yeah, like see with Android, the thing the thing that wouldn't bother me is that with Android you can set up multiple profiles on one device. So I could set up my account yeah. and Sienna's account on her i on her iPad. And I could run both happily. I could just log in, log out, switch users, no problem. Right. But with iPhone, it's one account per device. Uh, See, that would solve the problem. It would. But no. So I'm very annoyed with Apple at the moment. Well, what are you going to do? Fight Apple? Yeah, good luck. They got good luck. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't have a choice. <laughs> I, have to, I have to find some way of doing this. So I might have to actually, um, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. Find a cheap Apple device, maybe like a junk. I was gonna say, go find somebody's iTouch. Yeah, <laughs> that's all I need because all I need is to be able to approve purchases, yep, and access the family stuff. And I can do that on any iDevice, yeah. So I just need to go to cash converters or like one of the hock shops here and just get a absolutely stuffed iPhone <laughs> as, the, as the admin portal for it. And the thing is, next year, like Zachary's iPad will become available, so. Like I can use that as a management tool for Sienna's oh, okay. iPad, but I, like, I just don't want to. I just don't want to have to buy something. Yeah, it's crap. Uh, Anyhow, all right. Well, on that note, folks, we're going to uh, part ways here. Mm. But if you want to chime in on anything that we've been talking about, why don't you go hit up our Twitter at Blockade? You can also go ahead and follow Jared. He is at Jared Morgs. Or you can do so with me. I am at Shut Your Trap. Shut Your Traps. Yeah, that's what I have it Shut on there. I really got it. I really, you know, some of my things are singular. Some of them are plural. And I always get confused. But yeah, at Shut Your Traps. Um, or you can also drop us an email. We are blah, blah, blockade pinball at gmail.com. It's just blah, blah, blockade at gmail.com actually oh my god i'm on fire today right yeah, why don't you, you just go ahead, why don't you just go ahead and give the website the address then because i know i'm gonna botch that too so the pin the the the, <laughs> <laughs> the 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 website for the pinball is for the pinball and the site and the site thing <laughs> is digitally pinbally woodly doodly dot com forward slash pinballs no. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's pinball.com forward slash episodes um, or just go to Medium and search for Blockade Pinball Podcast because it's actually there. Yeah, the website, the URL is just a URL short now, so we can jump to Medium site. So there you go. Uh, there you go. All righty. Well, uh, who knows what next week holds for us? Hopefully, it'll be something just as interesting as these uh, all these numbers. Numbers uh, and numbers and facts. Numbers facts are and hard. facts. They are. So, uh, and, 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 you know, go check out some of these different pinball games that are available. And, uh, you know, you might count yourself lucky with what we have available to us. Uh, mm. you discover something that uh, is more your fancy. 
that, uh, that right. you enjoy. So to each his own, that's what I say. And uh, if you want to uh, go ahead and, you know, gift us pinball parlor, feel free to. Cause... <laughs> yeah, because I don't think we can, we can spit it for, for 14 bucks. Alrighty. Um, so until next time, thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Wizardamusement.com, the site to visit for custom pinball shooter rods. Easy to install, totally unique. Mention Blockade Podcast for 10% off your order. Wizardamusement.com, sales, restoration, customization. Don't forget to leave a review on iTunes or your favorite podcast hosting service that Blockade is delivered to. We can't improve unless you tell us how. Now stop listening and play some pinball.